The Aussie NFL Fantasy Show would like to acknowledge the traditional land owners and the leaders past, present and emerging of Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal countries where we are working from today. This always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Michael and Jacob. What's the count of my Zach Wilson jokes on these podcasts? Uh, Must be high. Must over be under 26.5. <laughs> <That's laughs> you do a highlights package, you have to do a Zach, uh, Zach Wilson one. <laughs> That'll take you all week, John. Try and work that out. Aussie NFL Fantasy. Oh, no, that's And it's all right good. if you're Zach Wilson taking on three months. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you're a buff player. <laughs> this is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. The O-line will literally not oh. look for him. They'll let All him Zach die. Wilson's still delivering his STDs, mate. Speaking <laughs> um, of which, I'm just going to post a photo to the group. Yeah. No, no, you've, you've already fishnooked me on some detail earlier today, mate. I'm not getting done twice. <laughs> I've rattled myself again. In today's busy world, it's hard to have it all. Who has time to do all the analysis and decision-making for your fantasy team? Probably not you, but we can help. Whether it's positively diagnosing players with fantasy leprosy or helping you find the players who are on the verge of being fantasy legendary. There's only one name in all of fantasy you can really trust. Make an appointment with Dr. Goodcall. I'll tell you we're going to lead us in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Dr. Goodcall is here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show of the week with Dr. Goodcall. Um, it's the second show of the week. Of course, we've had our pastry performers. I love that segment. He'll be back next week, Manjot, with the pastry performers from uh, the final week of the season and maybe a few other things sprinkled in, but we'll, mm. we don't want to give anything away yet. You're going to have to come back for it. Uh, doctor, how are you feeling today yourself? Mate, I'm I'm up on a pedestal this week, Maddie. Uh, really? Some some pretty pretty decent calls from last week. Yeah. Uh, my mate Taylor, you know, I won't <laughs> say exactly how we're related, but we'll just call him my mate. Uh, he's made it into four grand finals, possibly five. Very very proud of that man. Uh, and look, it's just it's just the pinnacle of the fantasy football season. I can't wait to get into it. That is incredible. Four, maybe a fifth. And that's because there's a week 18 incident there, which yes, we don't talk about it. But, you know, so, and out of how many leagues? I think you said 11 nine. or 12 or something. Nine. Nine. Five grand finals out of nine. Yeah, well, I haven't given Taylor nearly enough um, credit for all his great calls this year. So I'm not going to do it to him. I'll do it to you because um, I know that you're probably yeah. not telling me either. <laughs> so, yeah, somehow we, we play more we fantasy than Taylor. <laughs> Somehow we play more fantasy than Taylor. That's that's impossible. How do we play more leagues than Taylor? Come on, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix that next joke. year, mate. We'll fix that next yeah. year. Don't worry. There's a content team, Dynasty League, coming. We're already in the planning <laughs> stations. Taylor, you got to join. Of course. Well, Taylor will join. Uh, Dr. Goodcall won't. I'm not going to be in a league with Dr. Goodcall. Uh, I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he'll just destroy everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I've got very little dignity left, but the bit I have, what to keep. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Goodcall, run us through your week, because I agree, I think you had a pretty good week. Yeah, so I went with, uh, I like to take that on that Vikings matchup a fair bit, because they, like we said, we've, we've talked about tertiaries. We've uh, had, a, had a talk about it on the side, about whether it's right or wrong. I really don't know if it is, but it's going to stick now. So 
I, I, I just like to take on that matchup because they're just terrible at defending the pass. So I took Danny Dimes uh, up against them, uh, and he had 20.76 uh, in the end in, in standard scoring. So I was, I was definitely happy with that. And just generally, I thought he played really well. Like he just he, he moved the ball. He had over 300 yards passing, had 20-odd yeah. yards in the ground. And he, he, he actually just looked good. Um, I think he's, he's doing his best to – to try and get that deal extension for next year. So, you know, he, he, he's, if he gets them to the playoffs, I don't really see a quarterback out there that uh, that, that it would do any better than him. And, and honestly, in the position they are, would you trust a, a rookie over him at the moment? I don't know. So I actually think he's doing enough at the moment to, to maybe get an extension. The last time I saw a QB get a team to a playoff and then get sacked the next year was Tyrod Taylor after they got embarrassed 10-3 to by the Jags in Jacksonville <laughs> in just a horrible game where Bortles ran for more than he passed. But, you know, so it, it almost never happens. And there's a, I just think that, yeah, there's a massive chance he gets signed there because now you know what you've got, right? And he's... I don't know. I just, we, t- we talked about in the preseason that we thought this was going to be a much better year for him. And I, I think we all should get a collective pat on the back for that too. Mm. Yeah, I just think he's a lot, so much better than probably be at least half the league right now. Yeah. And um, and honestly, if you're looking at that team, I just don't think it's quarterback that's struggling. I think there's a lot of other pieces they could look at in the draft, and you know, sort of just build around him. I I, oh, I, yeah. I can't see. I don't think he's ever going to be like a top five guy or anything. But uh, honestly, I think if you're around that ten to fifteen mark in terms of quarterback in the league, I, I can't see why there's any issue with that. Oh, imagine him yeah. with receivers. I mean, so who's his number one receiver at the moment? It was meant to be Golladay, right? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Worst contract. And then maybe you go, well, maybe Sterling Shepard will be something. Of Kenny G. Shit, yeah, Kenny G. He sounds a lot like someone farting into a tuber at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think the tube, I think, yeah. I think the saxophone's gone up the wrong end. <laughs> Has he still got the Manjot's the stats guy? Has he still got the James Bond? Do you know? Oh yeah, the the zero catches, uh, what like zero catches, zero yards, seven drops. That's it. Yeah, yes. the, that that means still applies. It still applies. I mean, it wasn't like the actual stats for him, but it was like just a meme, like double oh seven. Man, that I still watch that from time to time. Like that's how good that one was. Like I I'm still good. I'm like pulling up on Twitter right now. I'm I'm literally watching this <laughs> right now while we're like talking. I'm like I'm gonna like talk to. Good call, just cook, and I'm just going to be listening. To, I'm going to be watching this. Let the doctor cook. Look, as long as I'm cooking something better than Russ. Pizza. That horrible pizza. I remember it was what? going around at the start of the year. Um, good what? call. Good call. I was going to say, has Kenny Golladay even had seven targets all season? I don't even know if you could put seven in. Yeah. I'm getting dangerously close in targets to Kenny Galladay. That's yeah. that's how it's going. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think he's played in, like, weeks. I've not seen him in ages. Yeah, it's definitely one of the worst contracts in the league. He actually yeah. had two catches against the Lions, like, a month ago. Oh, revenge then, game. Yeah, on the 21st of November. And since then, it's been exactly, like, five weeks and no sign of him. He's gone. We're not even hearing his name anymore. That's what they're saying. I think he's it'll gone. be a fun free agent then if they're going to cut him. I think it'd be a fun free agent. He's gone by the Gola Wayside. Oh, oh. Nice, guys. 
Yeah, uh, look- I smell a bit of Taylor in that. I think he might have sent that to you in Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Just gave me a nudge. Look, I say the best all I for championship week, mate. Yeah, we, no, we all know it's doing some great work. Uh, speaking of champions, uh, you're running back, mate. Looking like they're on their way to a championship of some sorts. Tell us a bit about your pick there. He was on fire. Mm. Ooh, shakalaga. That's three in a row, uh, baby. Jarek McKinnon got another touchdown. <laughs> so uh, you can't really ask too much more. At 12.8, uh, with the early touchdown, it probably was a little bit disappointing. You thought he could have gone on, uh, had a bigger game. But look, in the end on that Chiefs team, you just didn't have to. No. Uh, but if you'd start him on, you know, either off the waivers or just someone that was probably sitting on your bench, uh, to get 12.8, look, I think you'd be fine with that, honestly. Um, he was definitely a bit of a plug-and-play guy and someone that people probably maybe not even started during that really hot run. Uh, I said to last week that basically this is your opportunity, now get on him now. Uh, and look, 12.8, I'm definitely uh, not hating on it. No, I think nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. His starting percentage is now up in the 40s, so I think people are people are really listening to the doctor. Getting there. Hmm. All right, okay. I stacked that bitch up with uh, Darius Slayton up against, you know, the tertiary of the Vikings, who are 30th against wide receiver. And again, Slayton's a funny one, right? You sit there, you don't see anything, you don't see anything, and then it's just big play. It's, you know, yeah. you're sort of relying on those big plays, and generally you're hoping one of them's a touchdown. And unfortunately, there was no touchdown for him in this game, but he's still got 11.9. Yeah. Uh, I think it was four catches for 79 yards, and... I, I just think that was fine. Like, I just think, especially in a full PPR, I think you're pretty happy with that from Slayton because sometimes you're more worried that he's going to fully like goose you or you're going to get a really low score. <laughs> uh, it's it's almost like a Mike Williams in a way. Like it's a, It feels like you're going to get three yeah. or 33. So you probably were happy with the fact that he didn't dominate the game, but he still got you a, a quite a decent PPR score. Oh, mm-hmm. he is Matty C, this guy, because uh, those are my stat lines. I'll either have... You know, a bunch of catches for a bunch of yards because I get some nice long deep ones, or I'll get you two for eight. Like, yeah, Pete, Pete Ryan will tell you all about that. Um, you would hate me in ACT Gridiron Fantasy, Doctor. <laughs> you would hate yeah, me. Yeah. You'd hate me. You'd hate me too. Yeah, Mandel's a bit the same. He's been getting some targets lately, though. I told yeah. you, Mandel, you complain on here. The squeak, squeaky wheel gets the grease. And look at you go. Now you're the most targeted player on the goats for a while now. Yeah, I've been. I've been getting my targets going into off-season break. I need to keep my weight down a little. It's like get <laughs> oh, back into playing. Yeah, get back into playing weight. I actually had an eating challenge this week. We talked about pastries. Yes. So it, it was good. It was good, yeah. I was going to say you've been giving away more pastries than keeping them for yourself. That's That's been wise, mate. Very good. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of pastries we're eating this week. Now, Doctor, we've been clapping for the last three. Uh, do we keep the applause going for your tight end? I think we do because anytime you know, Doctor a good call. Even Taylor, I've heard in his podcast, I've always said that goose, gooses at tight end go hand in hand. And uh, <laughs> look, this, this is what happened. And, you know, Gerald Everett just throws up a big goose egg and, you know, we just got to live with it at tight end. That's just the, the way of the landscape is in that shithouse position. Unbelievable. And, you know, it was one of those weeks where I'm like, oh, I don't even really get to cheer for Everett because I really don't own him anywhere where I've got much skin in the game. And that's kind of sad. And then he turns up a zero. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a general end. worry about anyone, let's say, that has Herbert is 
Yeah, he looks like a far better quarterback in real life than he does fantasy this year. I think I heard a stat that he's gone from 30-odd touchdowns to 21 this year. Like, he's just got absolutely no touchdowns. And for a while, it was because he didn't have his weapons. And that's probably where Everett was better suited was when he didn't have Cam Allen. And, you know, it was basically just him and Josh Palmer getting everything. Uh, But even with all those guys back, uh, Justin Herbert actually isn't being very fantasy relevant. And in this game, he was able to just hit uh, Keenan Allen with a lot of with a lot of targets, and he was what eleven for a hundred and four or something like that. Yeah. And then you had Mike Williams sort of have an un Mike Williams like game, and had very Darius Slayton game again. It was like a four seventy. He was pretty much the same line as Darius Slayton, and no one else got anything really. It was just, that was just basically it. That's all they had to do against that horrendous Colts team, uh, who just put up absolutely nothing. So they just didn't have to pass at all. God, they were awful. So, so bad. They look like they've been coached by an analyst instead of a coach. I know. It it honestly looks like that. It really does. It might not be true. I don't know. They're saying if they just got a guy out of the box, he's always saying, oh, you know what I'd do if I was coach. Well, tell you what, we'll make you coach and see. Yeah. Yeah. I I laughed that Jeff Saturday gave up five sacks in his entire career, but in that one game, they gave away seven. That's fucking magic. <laughs> and man, that was that was small dick Nick in that game. Jesus yeah, Christ. Wow. Yeah, big mistakes. Um mate, it bothered me that last week he came after my Jacksonville Jaguars. He came right after me with the uh fantasy aids. Do you wanna to report to the people? It was like a resounding biased. success, Matty C. <laughs> I'm sad to say. And it, it wasn't just a success in terms of the actual result, but pretty much everything I said in that segment ended up coming true. So yeah. I basically said to you that I, I had a feeling that Kirk would have a bad game, but the Jags would still eke out a low-scoring win. I <laughs> uh, just thought with yeah. the weather going around, like not only in that game, but like in that game, I thought it was a bad situation for the pass catchers. Oh, and yeah. that's pretty much how it happened because – it was a lot of dump-offs in that game because of the wind and, and shitty weather. They don't, obviously didn't want to throw it very far. So it was a lot of ETN getting catches. It was Engram, obviously, yeah. getting a lot of catches. And then just a lot of running of the ball. And then once they got in front and the Jets just couldn't do anything with Zach Wilson, uh, they really just didn't need to air it out to any of the wide receivers. You even saw it with Zay Jones as well. And then that was something I really thought was that could happen. And that's why I took a shot at uh, Christian Kirk and, and it happened to work out. It paid off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. Chris really Traveller. Chris Traveller over Zach Wilson. God dang. Yeah, yeah. And Wilson's inactive this week. They've literally come out and gone, yep. he's not even going to dress. Sorry. Even Goldie in the unemployment line, they might, yeah. be, they might be putting up Shaq and Kobe numbers in the XFL. Next season. I think you might see Wilson over at the Colts, mate. (laughs) They think they're just a quarterback away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they might be putting up numbers together at the Colts or in the USFL. Colts are pretty much a USFL team at this point. Do you remember when they won some games? Because I don't. (laughs) He won't dress up, but he will undress mums. Oh. Oh. Right, time marking that one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that was good. That touche, touche. What's the quota on my, on my Zach Wilson uh, mum jokes? You were a little behind, Doctor, but now you're starting yeah, to get it back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. mum slayer. 
<laughs> get it back up again. That's what Zach Wilson's doing. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Actual mother. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Down one minute later. Now, was about 20 seconds uh, later. Shout out to Gridiron, guys. I think I took that one off them. They they said he was – I remember, like, I was listening to one of their shows and they're like, Zach Wilson, he's a literal – he's a motherfucker, sure. but figurative, figuratively and literally. And literally, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's that like was, uh, <laughs> That show was – that was funny. They that nailed was funny. that. Totally think, nailed that. I think that was Cam that said it. So, Cam from Gridiron got shout out to him. Yeah, big shout out to yeah. Cam. Well, well we won't take. I won't be taking jokes in that credit. Don't worry. I've, uh, I've vanquished Cam and you in consecutive weeks in the content league too, so I'm feeling mighty superior to both of you. Yeah. Well, Cam <laughs> and Zach, both of them are on yeah, that team. 100%. Yeah, they share the team, just like me and you on on, on our shitty Astro League. Team. Yeah, I actually need to be nice to them because we need some tips from them about how to manage a co-owned team successfully. <laughs> 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 we went got a shit four and ten. All right, so Doctor, um, firstly, your Zach Wilson stuff has earned you a spot in our merch store, as you can see behind me, of course. We talked about this earlier too. They are there's new designs in the merch store. Go find them. They're thirty percent off uh, at least through this week, all the new yeah, designs. And you've got a merch, design in there. Yeah, Star Wars merch not included, by the way. Not included. Uh, I, I was meant to get my NFL jersey. Don't worry. I'll be getting bit Astros it. gear in there, though. Uh, not my game worn, but, you know, there's a bit of Astros gear in there, too. Um, if you always wanted an Astros hoodie or something. But, Doctor, look, you know the Fantasy Age. You know three out of four. Uh, and that's about as that's about Zach Wilson's strike rate with the mums as well, about three out of four. Uh, I, was, I was thinking, like, at the Scouts, if I do enough Zach Wilson mum jokes, will I get my, like, Zach Wilson um, milf slayer badge or something that I can put on my coat? <laughs> So I'm marking that one. <laughs> it's three in a row. This oh show is God. the best. Zach, Zach Wilson smacks his own ass, son. <laughs> oh, what? Taylor, good call. Finish that one. Come on. You got, you got to have the... You gotta have the smack the ass on, but like the moms, you know, you gotta finish that one off. Come on. No one can do it like the doctor. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> What a a great first half of this segment. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Yeah, we've had some pronunciation things with me today. Like, I say onions, and then everyone says onions. (laughs) We don't say the I really at all. We say, like, U-N, Y, onions, N-S. Aussie? I say onions. 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 Yeah. U-N-Y-U-N. NFL? So, the big bag of onions that we haven't broken into is what's the draft order, mate? Fantasy. Yeah, onions. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Team Onion over here. You've converted oh, me, mate. I'm an Onions <laughs> man now. Speaking of which, I'm just going to post a photo to the group. Oh, no. Is it Funions? Are we ready? <laughs> this is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. And in it sounds guys, like you're saying Allianz. The Onions. Oh. <laughs> Onions Stadium. Say it again. I say Onions. All right, derailed anyway. the segment far enough, haven't I? All right, so now we're looking ahead, and this is championship fucking week, mate. So huge, mate. I'm assuming huge. that all the best drug companies have bribed you to put forward the best players, and uh, we need to know, man. If you're getting yep, a and I'm going to give them a great do- big dose of 
Mike White, baby. I'm going back to the well at the Seahawks 22nd against quarterbacks. I took a shot on him two weeks ago and he didn't play. That was absolutely wonderful. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going back to it because I think this matchup is wonderful for him. I think he's going to come out and sling the fuck out of that thing. And it's going to be wonderful. And he's got Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. Um, He's got... Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Your old boy. Christ, my old boy. I forgot he's... (laughs) Forgot he even existed after leaving my Titans, but yeah. look, in the end, I just think he's got a bunch of Ferraris in the garage ready to release because they've just been doing fuck all for the last couple of weeks with Zach Wilson. So he's ready to go, mate. Oh, I think it's going to be a, a really, really good game for him. And Seattle just have been on a down, downward spiral for a little while now, and I just yeah. don't think they're going to do anything to stop him. Man, your reaction, go. Yeah, look, I like this. I like this. I want to see Mike White hopefully get Seattle a little closer to elimination this week. I'm full on I'm full on rooting for Mike White this week. I just wanted to do I just wanted to do Seattle very, very badly this week. I just want to see him absolutely mess them up because that would bring some joy to my day seeing them eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've seen firsthand look Purdy, he was incredible. We had Seattle a few weeks ago. Why can't Mike White be incredible against them too? A young, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, Mahomes, is that the guy? He actually played pretty well against them for a young bloke. Yeah. Uh, not a lot well, of experience. Well, he can play well against them than anyone can. <laughs> anyone can, right? I've never even heard of the bloke. Uh, so, Manjot is rooting for Mike White. Zach Wilson is rooting everything that moves. <laughs> so, there we go. <laughs> um, I, I love the call too. And, uh, mate, what do you got for us at running back? I'm desperate at running back, by the way. Well, have you seen my lineup in contact league? I don't have any running backs. I need someone. <laughs> yeah, you don't have anything, anyone in any position, mate, apart from, you know, the dominant tight end. It, yeah. You know, we'll keep that to yourself. Uh, I'm going to actually bring up someone that I brought up last week, and I actually started him in starts of the week. I'm going to talk about Tyler Algier again, and, and it's mainly because I still don't think he's probably quite getting the, the respect he deserves. That game he had against a very, very tough Ravens uh, you know, rushing defense was quite amazing, honestly. And I just think they're just using him as much as they possibly can at the end of the year. He's, he's the rookie that probably was getting the rookie treatment for a while. And generally, it's just him and Cordarell now. And, you know, if you're looking at the future, I think you're going to go with your guy you just took in the draft over a... I don't even... How old's quarter L at this point? 60, 65? Oh, he is so old. So, yeah. he had well over 100 yards. He actually had, I think it was a five or six catches in the game too, which yeah. is amazing because he wasn't portraying, like showing that he was much of a pass catcher earlier in the year, but he's getting the opportunity now. And he gets, an, uh, he gets a far better uh, defense to go against in the Cardinals, who are 28th against running back. Uh, and as like I said last week, I took him more on his talent than I did the matchup because they were eighth against the running back position, the Ravens. So here's a huge opportunity for him. And if he's getting well over 100 yards on the ground and, and chucking some uh, pass catching into that, I think there's a huge opportunity for him. If he got James a touchdown, he could get well into the 20s this week. Mate, and he got 22 mm. touches last week after oh, the... What a guarantee. Yeah, the 15-touch guarantee by... Taylor, so you know, you take it with a grain of salt, he's not the doctor, but you know, 22 and 18 of them were rushes, so you know, yeah, 100%. The volume's there, and I agree that once a guy is showing he just gets the volume, this is like the James Robinson thing from the last couple of years, he doesn't have to be a great player, 
because he's got no competition. So look, if you're going to put him up against a team who really have shown no propensity to want to stop somebody running with a football, uh, then it's probably a good idea to start that guy. Especially that team with Arthur Smith, and he still thinks he's got Derrick Henry, apparently. And his entire game plan is just to run the ball. So, you know, you know you're going to get a good amount of volume out of it. And if he's playing well on top of that, uh, it's just going to be happy days. It's the difference between Arthur Smith getting sacked and probably still being there next year, just that they aren't eliminated yet. Is Are we just waiting for him to get eliminated? <laughs> Manjot, what do you think? Yeah, I think we are. <laughs> I just don't know. I think they're still in a rebuild, so... He's given a bit more slack. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, Is it possible to get eliminated in that division? <laughs> uh, they're oh. eliminated. Guys, the Falcons are eliminated. Oh, I saw the graphic. That other backup, yeah. Brady, finally put him out of their misery. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> playing with backups. dominant display as well. Yeah, they got eliminated this week. Every team in that division Ravens. playing with a backup quarterback, yeah. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we can expect Arthur Smith to be fired this week. Got it. Uh, wide receivers, Doctor. <laughs> what do you got? Yes, and I'm taking the, I'm taking a shot at a new a new one here. Uh, definitely haven't brought this guy's name up in a long, long time. I don't know if I even have in this segment, but we talked about this guy early in the season, and he sort of fell by the wayside because of a one break a breakout from one Christian Watson. But I'm going to take Romeo Dobbs up against the Vikings, and you know we all. We all know this Vikings defense is just dog shit. But it's not just about that this week. Romeo Dobbs, in these last two games, since coming back from injury, has 11 targets. And Watson's also injured with his hip. So I'm not even sure if he's going to play, which opens up even more opportunity for Romeo Dobbs. And I'm actually surprised how involved he's been straight away. Like I kind of thought that he would go on by the wayside a bit. Uh, with the whole Watson breakout, but he actually looks really, really good. And I, I just think he's projecting, like, between him and Lazard, I think they're going to get basically all of it this week. So, and I, I really like them in this game. I just think they uh, they need the win a lot more than the Vikings do. Uh, I think um, it's going to be a, a pretty decent game for him this week. Hmm. Oh, man, Joe, what do you think about that? We haven't talked about Romeo Dobbs for ages. Yep. Yeah, we haven't. Look, I dropped him in content league like ages ago. Man, it's felt like forever since I've had him on a roster somewhere. So look, I like I like this, but also a bit nervous because the other receivers have been getting a lot of work against the Vikings. Their secondary can be pretty ass sometimes. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't mind wouldn't mind this being a, a big game from Dobbs. I think there's a strong possibility this could happen. Yeah, I mean, especially if Watson's out, it's got to go somewhere and Rogers isn't all of a sudden just packing up the part of their offense that's going to have the most, you know, the most uh, freedom to, to move about. Uh, and they need the win. Like, they are in playoff mode and have been for about four weeks now, and they just need to keep winning. Yeah. They can still very much make the playoffs. That's yeah. so weird. They're 37% they've got to make, yeah. Yeah, make it, and they were like, was it? 13 going into that game or something again. And oh, you know what the crazy thing is? 3% the week before too, like 3%. Yeah. yeah, you know what the crazy thing is? So if the Niners win out, the Packers win out and they make the playoffs right, there'll be a Niners versus Packers. They can lose the Niners again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Like, I'm just like, yeah, we got them right where we want them, isn't it? So with that all-time great defense and everything, we've got to do it. I want to see Purdy beat both Rogers and Brady is like first 
five or six starts. That would just be absolutely incredible. Just and then he, Taylor can dump water on Matty C's head. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Cannot <laughs> wait for that. Yeah, what, wait, wait. What what bet is this one again? That that, that was the one for the, the Niners to get to the championship game. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Because that's there not happening. Oh, my god! And that was before the Purdy thing, I think, too. It was... Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, Purdy had come in by then. Just, the yeah. You yeah. guys were just... Like, I would have said it even shit. if there was no Purdy injury. I mean, fuck. I'm not yeah. a believer, man, Joe, and I'm sorry. It's not about you. <laughs> you know I love yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, man. I uh, know. Doctor, how loose is your end? <laughs> <laughs> My end is gaping, Matt. Um, <laughs> Timestamp. Not one. much else to say with that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pair. This is where I stack it up. I didn't stack it up wide receiver. I'm stacking it up at the tight end. I'm con conking. Uh, up against uh, Seattle, who are second last against tight end. Uh, look, they, that's pretty much it. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, I'm really just trying to take matchups at tight end. And to be honest, with Mike White back, uh, I just think in general, all the Jets pass catches just get a boost. And, and I really do think this is going to be a very fruitful game for the pass catches uh, in Seattle. So, yeah, I, I can't see why a team that defends the tight end so poorly is going to all of a sudden defend it well with a very, very good passing quarterback uh, in the game. So, yeah, yeah, I just think there's an opportunity for Conklin to, to have a good game here. And because, to be honest, who the fuck else is going to do it at tight end? <laughs> it's a weird week, too, because some of those really dodgy tight end like defenses are against guys like Kittle and, yeah. uh, you know, just guys you can't. You can't recommend because people are restarting them. But, man, Jot, you are a tight end whisperer. You had Kittle go off for 30 points against me in our semifinal last week. Um, yeah. What do you say as a tight end whisperer to the doctor? <laughs> Look, Conklin. Just don't do it. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I- I'm not sure. Look, only good tight end in the league now is Kittle. He's getting fight. I think he's just not big get- Kittle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the only he's the only good tight end, I'm telling you. So unfortunately I'm I'm just gonna have to say no to Conklin. Yep. <laughs> nah, Conklin though, against Seattle, decent matchup. I like it. Kittle literally got two touchdowns on them the other week, so it's not gonna be too bad. Conklin gets a touchdown, then you should be pretty happy with yourself, Doctor. Yeah, oh, I think so too. I think it's relatively bold because Conklin hasn't really shown much this year at all. Oh, uh, oh so it's a well, 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 like the first five weeks of the season, he was like heating up. Yeah, he was. Like, wasn't he like tight end two after like five weeks or something? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's a lot like being the world's tallest gnome, though. <laughs> Is that really something? <laughs> he had a whopping at seven point, points. Are you so <laughs> tall you're no longer a gnome? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I yeah. Tight end, if you're not, Kelsey is kind of... Well, you want him to oh. put up Luka Donisic numbers yeah. now. And Sorry, I think you I could probably get... take Luka as a tight end and he'll at least score as much as Zerald Everett did last week. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry I had to mention Luka Guys, again. if we're going to start talking Luka, I'm, I'm going to have to change my undies. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. The problem with the doctor is he supports all the same teams that Taylor does. And I, know. I actually like the doctor a lot more, which <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> I think we all do, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The people come for the doctor. Uh, mate, you've got to clear up this nasty, nasty case of fantasy aids for the week for us. Who are we avoiding? All right. All right, guys. Hang on to your seats. Yeah. 
you always kick to Manjot after, like, I give it. Yeah. I give the AIDS player just to see how he feels about this. I wouldn't even bother this week because he's going to hate it. He's a raw gonna. He's a it's everyone. Be kittle, isn't it? <laughs> everyone listening is gonna hate it. I, I said to you guys on the side that I am basically gonna do a calf raise on the side of a cliff. I am taking on an absolute star of fantasy football. I'm taking on the star of fantasy football. Now I'm going out on the biggest possible limb here. This guy has gritted his way to the following fantasy points in the last five weeks. 31.45, 18.6 in his shittest week, 36.3, 32.3, 33.3. Now, I love Justin Jefferson. I even have him in a grand final against Matty C. I even have an early-ish bold call that I'm saying he's going to be the first wide receiver taken 101 next season in redraft. I wanted to take a shot on an absolute superstar in the last week of this season, and this is more of a play based on their team and my outlook for the game. The Packers are sixth against wide receivers, but honestly, with a guy like Jefferson, I don't think that matters much. My take is that this is a letdown game for the Vikings, similar to what we saw earlier in the year against the uh, Eagles. This is a kitchen sink game for the Packers. They have to win. They are at home. And I see this being one of those uh, situations where Kirk Cousins in cold weather just doesn't go, everything just doesn't go right. The Vikings either win close games or they get blown out. And I see this as the latter. When things go wrong for this Vikings team, they go horribly wrong. And I'm planting my flag that this is one of those weeks. All right. I'm, I'm going to be the first one to dish it out. You're wrong and here's why. I'm using the Stephen A line. Yes. You're <laughs> wrong and here's why. Yeah. Look, Jefferson is 26 catches away from getting the NFL receptions record. He's 244 yards away from being the first receiver ever to get 2,000 yards in a season. Don't care about 17 games. It's still a very impressive record. But anyway, they're so close to having him get those marks that he needs to average 13 catches for 122 yards both weeks. That's all he's just got to do. That's easy for him, I reckon. I think just 10 yards a catch, 13 catches. Yeah, okay, he's got the 2K and he's got the receptions record. Okay, so... For me, I think this is this is not going to work for Doctor. I'm I'll go against the Doctor very heavily because you got to know all time records. They'd be force feeding it. Remember when Derrick Henry was like he got that two K and they just like fed the shit to him like in that last week of the season against the Texans. I, I think some with Michael Thomas two years earlier with the passes too, right? They just fed him. Yeah. Yeah, and do we remember what Jefferson did against the Packers in week one on this exact same season? Oh, he was 46 targets, up. 910 catches, 2 billion yards, yeah. Yeah, he was just routing up Jair Alexander. They, they left him wide open on many plays. The Packers, while they might be six games wide receiver, they, their secondary is actually not that good. Let me be... I said, I seem to get burnt quite a lot now. He used to be quite elite. Now he's getting burnt a lot. I think, I think for sure the doctor 
I, I, I'm not agreeing with this. Nowhere near at all. I know Jepsen's been on a good stretch and the Doctor's... It's, it's kind of weird. But, Maddie, I'm sorry, man. You're going to be facing quite a challenge this week against Jefferson in content team in the grand final. You know, I, I think this is a... This is Dr. Goodcore trying to jinx it so that Taylor could win that grand final. Oh, he right knows. Here. He knows. He's trying to jinx it so that Jefferson drops 50 in this game for him. Yeah, I noticed he avoided watch. Higby. I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to <laughs> just trying to get it going, man. You didn't want to get the reverse jinx on Higby, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the very obvious get, one. <laughs> he's trying to get a reverse jinx. I'm, I'm sorry. I've read into this. Dr. Dr. Goodcore, I know what you're doing here. Yeah, I, I read into this. This is why I'm the public defender, man. I, I can read into all of this, all of the lies here, man. I can see it. Thumbs down from the public defender. <sighs> Mate, it is bold to take down the best wide receiver in the league for fantasy purposes. It's bold to do that. It Or it's stupid, and I don't know which. <laughs> I don't know which. Um, I like that you're going out with your balls out there, Dr. You know, doctors don't do that enough. <laughs> yeah, they get in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, your practice is a bit different. <laughs> you got some alternative therapies. <laughs> You're not wrong. Look, like, <laughs> I literally started this entire segment with exactly what Manjo just said. Is I didn't do this take expecting either of you to go, oh, that's awesome. That's totally going to happen. The whole point of the bold take is that everyone, like basically if you, either of you had actually agreed with me, yeah. it would have actually made the take not bold. I would have actually gone, yeah. you know yeah. what, well, that actually wasn't what I wanted to do here. Exactly. I actually wanted to take a shot at someone that feels like is impossible to go bad. Yeah, and, and that's kind of why I wanted to do this in the last week because, uh, look, I didn't just do it for the sake of it. I, I had a look around a lot of the, the top names and he was the one that I just had this feeling about. And like I said, it's not so much about him per se or even about the Packers' defense. I, 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 I mentioned quickly that there's six. I don't think that matters at all. Like, honestly, I think Jefferson's just as good a chance as having an off game against the worst defense in the league than the best. Like, it just doesn't – it's all It's all about how the game sort of flows and about, you know, sort of where Kirk goes more so than the actual yeah. defense mm-hmm. actually stopping Jefferson because no one can stop that guy. I just have a feeling that it's going to be a really, really shit game from the Vikings. I actually think the Packers are going to win, and I think they're going to win well. Oh, you think it's like the trap game? I do. I, I just think that I don't think the game really is going to matter. I know you could say like they could technically get first seed, or you know there are actually some teams coming up behind them. I just don't think it's going to be enough for them to overcome a team that has to win. And I just think that a lot of this happens with the Vikings where they win a few close games and, um, you know, they're in, they're in these really tight games and then all of a sudden it just all comes to a head where they just get destroyed like we saw against the Cowboys a few weeks ago. I just think that could happen again. I, I really have a feeling it's going to happen and that's why I'm taking a shot on a bowl call that if they just get pizzled the whole game and it's one of those shitty, like, primetime-like games for Kirk Cousins that yeah. Jefferson might have. Look, I'm not saying Jefferson's going to have, like, four points. Like, I think there would probably be some leeway on this. I'm just saying it's not one of his better games. No, for a guy who's bottomed out at 18 on his worst week yeah. in the last five weeks, what you're saying is even 18 would be kind of a disappointment because of what he's been doing, right? 
So yeah. you, you can do a victory lap at 14 probably and be like, see? Yeah. Look, in the end, I, I don't expect a victory lap here, but I'll, I'll, I like the fact that I've taken on something that's incredibly bold because, you know, that's just what I, I wanted to do as a championship week. All right, I'm going to make me and do something here. And, All right. And, and you're actually going to like this, I think, Doctor. What would it take for the Doctor to be right, Manjot? What does it take? In what world does Justin Jefferson not leave in a medicab and he's right? I'd say under 40 yards, like oh, no touchdowns. Like what happens in the game for that to happen, you know? Uh, they'd have to double team him pretty much. That's what's going to happen. Like... The Lions, for example, they they did that to Jefferson. He didn't really play well in either game against the Lions because they double-teamed it. That's it. Like, that's all they've got to do, really. It's like double-team or put a safety over the top and then Jefferson's, like, neutralized. So, look. Are we just don't think the Packers are that clever? Yeah. They just don't have the horses even if they are. Ah, uh, I mean, I just don't trust that secondary. They just—they seem Fair. like. Oh, but he did have thirty-three point three against the Lions. To be fair, it's just that first Detroit game, that four point four, that got me eliminated in the in that elimination league that I was doing the one-player elimination league. Yeah. But yeah, that's rough that, when you take Justin Jefferson and he's the lowest-scoring player of the week. Yeah, and that was the. <laughs> that was his worst game of the whole season. Yeah, what are the chances, eh? Yeah, so look, that was because they double-teamed, triple-teamed him even. And, yeah, so look, okay. I just don't know. I just I feel like Jefferson's going to just absolutely route the shit out of Jair Alexander. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest, I think, yeah, with, with the marks, I'd say under 50 yards. Not, I'll give him a bit more leeway. So under 50 yards... Uh, no touchdown. touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe like I'd say five catches. So maybe like uh, exactly in- ten points. That's exactly yeah, that's what the normal. Much- cur- that's the normal curve that everyone's graded on. Which is, you know, yeah. I think you kind of got to give the doctor a bit of room if he's going to go after only the biggest receiving All weapon right. on how earth. About, <laughs> how about let me look at this? Kind of, I said fourteen. He can get him to seven for seventy, and he doesn't get a touchdown. I if he's seven for 20. seventy without a touchdown, I'm doing backflips. And if anyone knows how big yeah, I am, I'm probably no, going to break good. an arm. Yeah, yeah. look, twenty-four point four two projected on sleeper this week. So I reckon anything under eighteen is good. Anything under eighteen is good. So <laughs> like. Four, I just thought 14 would be a good number for that. In one, it's 10 below his projection. It's a bit more than 10, which is the line for if he's picking Rex Burkhead, you know, like. <laughs> all right, all right, 16. We just, like, settle in the middle somewhere there. Um, I think. 16? We doing that? Yeah, I think that's somewhere in the middle of where. Because right. I know, like, 16 still a lot. So, like, getting 16 or under here is actually pretty good for a guy like Jefferson. That's just what I feel. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't done it in weeks and weeks and weeks. D- Doctor, do you like what I made Manjot do, though? I made him try and find a way to support your argument. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't expect any support here. I expect to no. be, like I said, on the he side of the doing a calf raise. So I, I didn't expect any support. Uh, like, even when I was, like, you know, writing my notes 
a part of me wanted to just slap myself in the face and say, you're an idiot. Uh, but, you know, I, I've taken a bold shot and, and let's see how it goes. Taylor probably would have done that for you too if you'd said it to him. He would have gone, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy loves Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Well, and he loves, yeah, he loves telling people they're idiots. He does it to me all the time. <laughs> Wait, this is Ian, isn't it? It's poor day. <laughs> oh, good. But I know, I said- yeah, I know, I know Ian would say, man, Ian would hate on Taylor for this one. Yeah. Ian thinks Kirk Whoa, Cousins is Taylor. a messiah. Taylor didn't say uh, anything. Oh, 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 Dr. Goodcall. He'd hate, <laughs> he'd hate Dr. Goodcall yeah. so much. Not only does he want, not, not only does Dr. Goodcall say that Jefferson's going to have a bad day, he's saying that the Vikings will lose to the Packers. And yeah. nothing, nothing pisses Ian off more than the Vikings losing to the Packers. Man, I've known the man long enough. And yeah, it's, it's probably the and It's happened worst. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst Ian can feel is if the Vikings lose to the Packers. Well, yeah. I don't think it gets much bolder than that. I like that we had some healthy debate around the size of the call. Doctor, how do you feel about all that? Do you want to quickly recap us before we get into the fantasy games? Absolutely. Uh, let's go with Iron Mike White. Uh, up against Seattle, uh, 22nd against quarterback. Iron Mike. Uh, <laughs> he's Iron Mike, baby. Uh, Tyler Algier, I just still think he's, uh, you know, not respected enough. Up against the Cardinals, who are 28th against running back. Uh, taking a shot on Romeo Dubs, uh, up against that shithouse Vikings tertiary. Uh, they are literally last against wide receiver in fantasy. Uh, and then I've conked uh, up against Seattle. Uh, you know, stacked that bitch up with Iron Mike. Uh, Seattle are second worst in fantasy against tight ends. So that's my boys there. And, uh, yeah, I didn't take a very – I went a pretty plain call by taking Justin Jefferson as the fantasy ads player. Yeah, yeah, as vanilla as it gets, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is it for the doctor for this year, I'm afraid, because um, yep. there's no fantasy in Week 18, whether Taylor's playing in a stupid league that might get into Week 18 <laughs> or not. Um, thank you so much, Doctor, for all your service to the fantasy community on behalf of people like me who took your advice quite a bit this year. I wouldn't take Taylor's advice, but I'd take yours. And, um, mate, it's a, a lot of thanks to you that I'm in the position where I've even in – I play 600 leagues and I found a way to get into two finals, um, mostly because I listen to you. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, Doctor. No worries, fellas. I love doing the research. It's, it's, it's the funnest part of fantasy. And uh, if I could have just helped one person out there, then I feel like I've done my job. So good luck to everyone that's in, uh, in the uh, grand finals this week. Uh, and, yeah, I hope, I hope some of my uh, calls help you out. And uh, I think what we can do is because, uh, you know, you keep your access to you pretty under wraps. Is one, we might get Taylor to recap it next week and see how you went with the week 17s. But uh, at Taylor41 <laughs> for all your, um, all your reaction, especially the Justin Jefferson thing, I think Taylor would be interested in getting that feedback and handing it on to the doctor. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll see if Taylor wants to put up a, a TikTok about that and see how much hate he gets. See what happens. Uh, and, and, of course, you can always add. Aussie NFL fantasy as well everywhere because we are bloody everywhere. Um, don't at Pastry Press NFL because he's with you. He thinks that the doctor is nuts. Nuts, nuts, nuts. He's a quack. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> doctor, congratulations on a great series run. Um, uh, hopefully, 
we can have you back for series four of this show, but series two of the Aussie NFL fantasy show. Um, we should get our people in touch with your people and just try and work that out. Absolutely. Rock on. All right. Well, you take good care of yourself and all the best in 2023. And we'll be back for the third show of the week with the fantasy games. Uh, Taylor will be back. I cannot wait to torture the hell out of him. Uh, actually, man, you're not going to escape torture either. I've got a new format for them this week. And it's going to be a bunch of fun. Uh, and, of course, you can find Manjot at Pastry Press NFL. You can find Dr. Good Call through Taylor at Taylor41. But you find us all through Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Get us on Linktree because that's where you'll find everything for us. G'day, Gridiron, No Huddle Fantasy. And, of course, our great new merch store. Adios. Adios. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. When I was playing basketball, I think it was like under 18s, uh, there was this guy that was, uh, he was basically doing an article on this tournament that I was playing in and he had me in the All-Star 5 and as the MVP and he called me the Mack Truck. Oh, I love that. Aussie. And I need you all to use that once this week. Not here to fuck spiders. Talk, talk yeah, to okay. Taylor about how you got fired. NFL. Yeah, I don't know what that you're is. saying. You're just talking... To be honest, I don't think most of the time you know what you're saying, Taylor. So fair enough. No, you're right. Yeah. Fantasy. I reckon you'd make an excellent running back. Yeah, I'd be the fridge, I think. I'm going to be honest. Yes, yes, I am. I want to beat Taylor. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Yeah, if I'm coaching, I'm plowing Taylor through. That big boy has to go straight through the tackles. I run into them and knock their ass over, Matthew.